0: You had a terrible choice to make in Berlin. One life over millions. And now the world is at risk.
1: This is the CIA's mission. If he had held on to the plutonium, we wouldn't be having this conversation. His team would be dead. Yes, they
2: would. That's the job.
0: Substandard, sponsored by Quip Electric Toothbrush. I'm Victor Mattis, along with Sonny Bunch and Jonathan V. Last. I'd like to remind you the Substandard is available on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Just look at our podcast and search for Substandard. You'll easily find us. Please subscribe. Tell your friends. Leave a review. Gentlemen, how are we? JVL, welcome back. Thank you. Welcome back. I'm a little bit tired. I want to hear all about... What what is it like out there? Tell us what's going on. Well, tell everybody where you were. I arrived home from San Francisco,
2: out in California, mm-hmm. eh, last night around midnight, thanks to United. What happened? Uh, there was wind shear. Mm-hmm. Evidently, the plane was about a thousand feet off the ground in approach to Dallas, and it like all of a sudden the engine spun up, and we took back off, and then circled for twenty minutes, and they re- nobody used to hear my travel. It was not fun. But I was in San Francisco uh, as a guest of Twitter. Ooh. Ah. Because you guys know, I have long been a fan uh, of the you platform Twitter.com. Uh, I, I remember of reading of your casual about it every, so many years everyone, ago. Everyone it's here so remembers
1: prophetic. all of your very nice things. It, was, it was funny when you when, when Jack tweeted out the when at Jack tweeted out the photo of you at the panel. <laughs> I was I was halfway tempted <laughs> yes. to start just emailing him or just start <laughs> tweeting <laughs> things at him. Just oh, just send the link. Oh, JVL's there, huh? You know, you know. Here are some things he said yeah. about your just, platform.
2: Just send the link. People were doing captions of. That photo and my favorite one, I think it was from the Nikachu, which was, you know, re- record scratch freeze frame. <laughs> You're probably wondering
1: how I got here. <laughs> right. <laughs> somebody noticed your watch?
2: Yeah. No, somebody was like, what watch is that? That's not the Seamaster. I, I, I can say I don't feel comfortable yet taking the Seamaster uh, to places where there is a high street crime rate.
1: Well, that's oh, you're worried, You're worried right. that somebody's yeah. going to steal your Rip watch? It off. Well, yeah. Do people steal watches still? I don't even know. Yeah. Is that, like, a thing? A hundred percent, that's a thing. But,
0: like, how would they do Because the Seamaster is, like, secured, isn't it? Is is it like the, the, the Rolex snap well, thing? Well, sure, it's secured
2: until somebody puts a but, gun, oh, in, a gun, your gun in your face. Oh, gun Oh, I see, that way. Not, like, snatch and grab, grab, in other words. No. No, okay. No.
0: Well, you know, they used to do, like, they used to say, like, in the Philippines, you had to be careful, like, with the windows down because they would just wait and slash you. <laughs> and then get the watch that way, <laughs> just like cut your hand off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: Anyway. So I was wearing the yeah. uh, Orient Saturation Pro,
0: just in case
1: anybody was curious. The um, Orient Saturation Pro. Yeah. Uh, who do makes mean, that? I'm sorry. Uh, do is you, do that, you mean that's i I'm sorry. Name? Do you mean the Asian Saturation? The <laughs> name
2: of the company.
0: <laughs> the Eastern Orient. The Eastern the Japanese Saturation Pro. The
2: Orient is basically Seiko's main competitor. So, um, they're great. The Saturation Pro is mm, their lone mm, like mm, super high end mm, watch, mm,
0: and it's. Mm-hmm. Well, do you want to see it? I'm wearing it right well, now. Look at that. Here. Well, it's no... Uh, it's This no, thing's amazing. It, it, the
2: crystal is almost five millimeters thick. <laughs> uh, it's what she said. The whole thing <laughs> is...
0: It's really heavy. Look at that yeah. thing.
2: So what, what's interesting about this technically is it is a 300-meter watch that accomplishes this without needing a helium
0: escape valve. It glows in the dark. <laughs> Sonny's actually looking at it it's in, because in the darkness. It's because of all the yeah. RAM, Sonny. Ooh. Oh, my gosh. But it's no Paul Manafort watch, though. So, it's a, <laughs> no, we can talk about that later if you Jovan, want Jovan? Uh, Jovan? What's the name of that? Brand? It was
2: lovely being yes. with... Jack Dorsey at Jack. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very gracious. Do you
1: host.
0: think he listens to us? No.
1: No. Maybe no. This episode I don't maybe think that's. Uh, I him. talked if about the show a little bit. Yeah, I, maybe, well, one you know, cool. I have
2: to say, him. I did not. I really did not like, oh, I love Twitter. Like everybody else, I mean, weird. I can't really talk, discuss what was said on the panel because it's supposed to be all off the record. Mm. Mm-hmm. But I did say, you know, there are people like, what do you use the platform for? And I was like, well, I use it as a suicide machine that lets me play Russian roulette with my career 50 <laughs> times a day. Well, that's you funny. Know, yeah, and so I and did true. not, you know, I I would say I was not there to give them reach rounds, okay, so to speak. All right, all right. Yeah, it fair. was great. Uh,
0: what well, is it like Sulcan out there? In the... Valley is weird. Yeah. What? Okay. So in what's it way. like out there? I mean, it it is. Is it in like the is the it the show? in the vicinity of Palo Alto and 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 in Twitter or it's not in San Francisco city proper? Is
2: it? It is really. So Twitter is downtown San Francisco. Wow. Yeah, uh, okay. and we were at the convention center because this was the first all Twitter. So all
1: Twitter Confed. employees, all
2: thirty seven hundred Twitter employees globally were in one place for the first time. <laughs> wow. And so it was at the convention center. So
1: what you're saying is one well placed nuclear strike could have saved us all. You know, I, I said to one of the <laughs> saved us. Save I said, this said to one of the guys
2: there, I said, So so who how is Twitter working while you guys are here all week? And he was like hamsters. <laughs> we, we stockpiled a lot of hamsters, and they're all just running and running.
1: So, what you're saying is, if we really wanted to harass somebody, this was the weekend to do it.
2: <laughs> this was the weekend to right. kill Twitter. Right, right, uh, for a few, for a few
1: hours. Um, I'm so jealous, by the way. I'm so I'm like actually very annoyed this by is, this. This like, is you know
2: this is what the conference. This is like yes. the room I was in, that, and
0: that's there. What it, when you, that's, but, like, that's, like that's
1: like that's the, the con- Apple. You know, yeah. but uh, you said is like this Twitter
2: or is
0: this the there is this in somewhere else in San Francisco? This is this this is the,
2: the Moscone Center is their
0: convention center. Their own convention center, Twitters. not Twitter's. No, no, no. This no, is no the San Francisco. The San Francisco. Convention. You know how GC has a convention center? Oh, yes, yeah, That's like a mile away oh, from here. Oh, okay. San
2: Francisco has one. I of just assumed so. That those had their own. I was up on those Jumbotrons. trons. It was. Oh my gosh. Yeah, but it was crazy. I mean, it literally. I mean, you looked at the. Did you get a tour of Twitter campus though? I did not get to the oh. Twitter campus. Uh, but it's not that they have. Right. They are downtown. They're an office okay. building downtown. I'd like.
0: I just like to know what the what the cafeteria is like. I assume they have one. If Google has one, they've got to have one.
2: I mean, I assume cafeterias are diriger in Silicon Valley. Yeah. Along. Right. With, I mean, this this place when you were not in the con, in the mm-hmm. meeting space, the or sorry, the formal presentation mm-hmm. space, the meeting space was it, like an orgy, basically, of food and stuff, and yes. just like thoughtfully designed mm-hmm. conversation oh, nooks. And I mean, you can. <laughs> It was like, you know, here's the hashtag
0: snacks bar. Here's the hashtag <laughs> oh, okay. buffet. Oh, oh,
2: okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm not
0: even But it was I never I just eat all the time. i, I, so I this is why this is why we don't get <laughs> invited why, to these because no, we would
1: just be there shoving food in our <laughs> no effing- I mean gullets. That's, that's
0: how I feel about the nutter butter and the kettle chips at the beacon <laughs> <laughs> our, like our yeah our cafeteria oh that's our cafeteria
1: and <laughs> planters peanuts it
0: yes it was
2: it was amazing but i can report this mm-hmm. i can report okay. this okay uh one of the things they asked us as we were presenting to all of twitter was uh do you have anything that you would like us twitter to do for you oh, oh yes yes and I asked for the edit button. I said, "Please, please give us an edit button, because nothing is worse than like firing off a oh, tweet which you is think is really good, and then and a few it's all later. of a sudden it's got like 500 retweets, and then you realized, oh, you misspelled what? Oh, if you spelled oh, right. it W A H T. Like it drives.
0: Surely this drives you crazy. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
2: so I I requested.
0: As in like like smocking gun, to change smocking gun to smoking gun. Yeah, right. Now, for
1: all those stupid... Now, did anybody push back on this with all the like... So, whenever somebody suggests this, the pushback is, oh, well, people will change their heavily retweeted things to Mm. add in links to porn... Or whatever. W- oh, really? <laughs> the the suggestion
2: we made uh, was have a version history like the way Wikipedia is. Mm-hmm. So the front of, so imagine it's like a set of cards then. A tweet is, you know, the most recent edited version is here, mm-hmm. but stacked behind it is the original. So anybody can see the original if they want to. It's just one click. And this keeps people honest, I would think, and mm-hmm. keep people using the edit button for what it is intended what, for. What, what,
0: how, did they just say, okay, thank you? Well, think about that. Uh, or they give you a special uh, thing just for you that you can edit. And no one they, else
2: can. They did not. I, I don't know what the reaction mm-hmm. was. Um, I
0: mean, other people must have asked for this, too. I mean, this must be a thing. I think
2: this is the holy right. grail of Twitter, right? Yeah. It's what everybody yeah. who's not a no. Twitter wants of yeah, Twitter. Because once it's up, it's up. Yeah. But it's great. Okay. San Francisco
0: is a weird place. Did you see anybody going to the bathroom on the street?
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, it's, it's homelessness. the streets. Is homelessness an
0: issue in San Francisco? Are you... <sighs>
2: But despite everything... Okay, so I would not want to live in San Francisco, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but if I could spend like three or four days in San Francisco every three months, that would be perfect. San
0: Francisco proper, the city. Yeah, it's it's
2: amazing. I mean, I, despite yeah, everything, sure. despite yeah. the homelessness mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. aggressive, like, socialist politics mm-hmm. and the excrement on the streets.
0: Mm. Dog doing from animals?
2: Mm. Cats? The from animals. Um it's the city is kind of cool, things. and I spent a long time just like walking around, and it's mm-hmm. really it's interesting. No, Architecture is interesting. Oh well, yeah, I and mean the coffee shops yeah. are great, and the food I'd li- is good. I'd
0: like to live in San Francisco at the time of Vertigo. I think. Yeah, it's know? got
2: character in a way that DC just or doesn't. Dirty Harry.
0: <laughs> 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 Don't get out of the bus, kids. Yes. So I like Okay. Um I know I remember driving around San Francisco when I was there 2013 I think it was uh, during before the the vodka because I had reviewed a uh, visited a bunch of distilleries out there. And I remember it was just hard to navigate some through driving through the city and I and I thought hey, look there's a lane that nobody's using and there's all this other backup truck I'm getting on that lane. <gasps> and I was on the, the trolley uh, lane. I got on the trolley lane. Did you die? No, it was very weird, because I see the cables, and stuff. So I think there were cables, and then I'm just like, oh, it's just me and the trolley, How, that, this is great, and we're at a light, and I hear a whistle, Like, and I look over, and a guy from the other lane looks at me, and he's, and he's, he's pointing at me and shaking his head, and I thought, uh-oh, I think I might be in the wrong lane. <laughs> you were getting
1: shamed. I was
0: getting shamed, but no, and it was just like letting me know, I think, I mean, and, uh, and uh, luckily people were kind enough to let me back into the uh, the regular thing, but good for you, JVL. And and the food there I think is very good. And you're not far from Napa and all these places that I've never been to, but I'd love to.
2: Yeah, it's you a cool look. Yeah, I mean yeah. we we all make fun of San Francisco for good reason. Mm-hmm. And it really is mm-hmm. the Silicon Valley, the HBO showness of it is hundred percent true. Is that right? Yeah, like every coffee shop you go into is full of uh two archetypes. Like the the super young hipster programmers mm-hmm. and then the 45 year old white guys in Patagonia vests um who are like the the finance guys <laughs> Those are the, the, the right, right. <laughs> those are the two no, right that's that's, it. That, that's, that's, it. that's it, it is a company town interesting Sonny,
1: how
0: are you i'm good good what's going on with you
1: not much uh hmm? i feel i feel the need to apologize to JBL for going on the remnant with Jonah Why? Jonah Goldberg I just uh, you know I know I know there's a lot of there's been a lot of tension mm. I it's been a lot of I know you... no no I but I just uh I, it was very it was very amusing the first thing the I, show isn't
2: out yet though right I think because it goes, I tried yeah. listening to it last night on the plane and I couldn't download I think it,
1: it goes up today okay Thursday cuz we're actually we are actually taping on a Thursday that's why this episode's going to go up a little bit late we literally are um uh but it was funny the first thing Joan asked mm-hmm. was like we we actually had an interesting discussion about the various you know conservative podcasts, and I felt I felt the need to represent the uh, substandard yeah. and the substandard EU, uh, and kind of draw try to draw all of the podcast the conservative podcast clans together. I'm basically the Robert the Bruce. Oh of, yeah, sure. Of, sure. Which of, which and which I'm really going to sell all of you out. I was going to say, I'm going to sell all of you out. It the first really well chance for William Wallace. I, the... the first chance I can for a lowly title and a little <laughs> bit of land. So like a Washington Post uh, sub blog somewhere. Um, no, but I, I. But it was it was it was interesting. I I went to the AEI building, which is like oh, is the yeah. is very very nice, very new. It's and, like an uh, embassy. Yeah. It's a. Uh, but anyway, it was it was fun. It was and we had a good talk, and one of the things Jonah wanted to talk about was like kind of the first half of the show versus the second half. Of of the show, you know, where we kind of do the dudes chatting part, mm-hmm. and then we do the, mm-hmm. the the talk about the stuff, and I, I, uh, you know, it is, it's funny, JBL, but right before the show, you were saying that you listened to several old episodes uh, on your trip. Yeah, do just you, like,
2: literally, I was just wandering the streets of San Francisco. Do
1: you think the dudes chatting portion kind of holds up in, like, in, oh. like, looking back? Yeah. 100%. Uh, you think that, do you think that holds up better than, like, the Stuff that is more timely, like the the movie, movie stuff and the TC the, and critiques. all that?
2: So I, my general sense is that for me as a consumer of it, uh, the dude's chat and stuff holds up really, really well on re listens And in fact, if you are a fan of the show, it gets better on re-listen because there are... I mean, we do. People don't realize this, but and I don't even know that we realize this. We're doing both callbacks and call forwards. I mean, there are funny th- things which are now funny, which you may not have realized at the time were mm-hmm. funny, but only— A little you know, bit like a Arrested Development style. A lot like Arrested Development a style. Like Arrested yeah, Development really? style. Yeah. Uh, the stuff which doesn't hold up as much <laughs> is the conversations specifically about the movie of the week. Oh, so if interesting. The movie of the week is Kingsman, the Golden Circle. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, The Kingsman, the Golden Circle portion of that conversation, is less interesting than the broader conversation we have about movies or about Mm -hmm. Matthew Mm Vaughn, which follows that. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I would say, in a weird way, we often feel like, oh gosh, today we're just talking about disaster movies because we have nothing else to talk about. But in fact, but in fact, that conversation. Holds up very well, yeah. yeah. Over yeah, time,
0: I, I think in the early uh, episodes, I, I I don't I don't remember. I don't think we did that much dudes chatting in those early episodes. Did we just get right to the uh, substance of it? Yeah, you? I think I think this first
1: this first portion of the show has mm-hmm. kind of expanded yeah, over time. Uh, mm-hmm. But I think I like my, my my take on this was that the show has become kind of like Arrested Development in that we have developed so many in jokes and that sort of thing that it can be a little bit daunting to people. To get into oh, it, which is, sure, fear, that, yes. which is always the, the fear, which is always the you jokes. know we we, we I, just dive in, just uh, dive in. Uh, so anyway, if you have friends who don't listen to the show, tell them not to be intimidated. Don't be afraid. Just tweet at us, and mm-hmm. we'll we'll tell you what all the, the jokes mean. That's right, because right. nothing works better than a joke you have to explain on Twitter. No,
0: or, or as 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 your colleague uh, Jonathan Richard Starr said, he had started listening to the substandard. Midway through our, our season and then worked his way backwards. And he said it was fascinating to see how the jokes, the evolution of the jokes, like the running gag. Where does the running gag come from? you yeah. know, And it's kind of weird that way. Let's be a fair in, way. In,
2: in a weird mm-hmm. way, it's rewarding. I would, okay. If you are a new listener okay. to the show, you should yeah. go into the back catalog. Mm-hmm. The back catalog does still have value.
1: Yeah, so anyway, uh, okay. if to get it super meta. Uh, the the talk about the talk about the, oh yeah the talk about the show <laughs> uh, anyway that, that that did you go that, to AI yeah. to tape it yeah mm-hmm. yeah their studios Was it fun? their studio is very nice nicer than this one it's ventilated. It's, ventilated it's ventilated it's cooler it's certainly <laughs> cooler <laughs> temperature wise uh, uh, it it's nice it's it's very nice mm-hmm.
2: I'd love to do the remnants sometime yeah. uh, Jack has no no Jack has invited me on a couple times but it's always like last minute and I no. can't the other Jack my my life doesn't work in ways that I can do things last minute yeah, you know, yeah.
0: so. Okay. Well, uh, my uh, Bachelor week finally came to an end. Oh, you have Um, responsibilities again. I did. Question. Yes.
2: Did you win any
0: games? Yes. Civilization. Question. Domination. (laughs) Domination. I always like you know, you I want to do science, to and then there's culture victory. and I, What, what I is mean, Kate's
2: favorite victory? Is, is Kate the diplomatic victory? She has never... She just f- wants
0: to win the UN. No, she has never. I think that's what she would like to do, but she's never actually finished a game. And she plays, and she's never finished, and she just gets she likes bored building, with it. Right. She likes just leave me alone, and I'll tend to my wheat field and pastures. <laughs> uh, but it's weird, because I think the complete edition version, it, there's far less emphasis on conflict and they really want you to try to win other ways. And I found that the other civilizations were less uh, aggressive, at least at the pr- uh, oh, I'm still playing. It's oh, wa- bad for them. I'm playing them. Yes, no, <laughs> it's bad for them exactly because all of a sudden everybody hates you. That's okay because you control everything anyway. You know. <laughs> oh, what happened was Better to be feared than loved. No, I mean it was ridiculous because not to get into the uh, the weeds here, but you know, I'm I'm really I was really killing it at my game as Austria, and then little, <laughs> and then little Phoenicia, little Phoenicia, or oh, no Carthage, excuse me, Carthage kept on. You know, there's a world congress, and she kept on putting up, you know, a vote to the world, a vote to the world to ban the use of luxury items of pearls or gold, things that I have, and so I see my happiness go because everyone's like, "Yeah, let's ban that," just to you know screw me over. So I said, "Guess what, Carthage, your day's done." Did you sack it? Did you oh. sack Carthage? I punished them severely. Did you raise it? I punished them severely, and then, uh, and then everybody else.
2: Do you still have the option to raise a city rather than? Yes. I think you do. Rather I can't than remember taking it over.
0: That's a good, you know, I believe you do and in fact did, did you? If you raise uh, no, it? no no no, in fact, but they warn you. They say if you t- like right before you go in for the they have one last city and they'll say you will you will incur a severe warmonger penalty if you take the city. So I actually took all the other cities except for and everyone had only like one city left in the world and then I just took the capital of the last civil. And once you take every other capital as you know, that's a domination victory. But I did everything else. I had, to, you know. Anyway, so that was one of the things I did. I also, um, uh, you know, and I did get you get through it. all those old Maxims? Oh yeah, <laughs> there were two, two old Maxims, both with Jennifer Love Hewitt. She was on the cover twice, like late nineties and early two thousands. I mean, it was really her at her prime. She was really, really something. And then uh, found old newspaper clippings of you know my stuff from the Washington days. Times. What? No, no. I you know I've never written for them. No, but right. I had a old well, Washington you... Post Book World. And oh, yeah. uh, Jonathan Yardley book. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it was uh, Chris Layman was the editor at the time. I editor oh, at Layman. the time. So okay. I would do the the military book routers. I found all this old stuff uh, and I, I saved most of that. And then um, the, the the what happened is then on Sunday. Oh, and also what, what happened? No, well, I also had a lovely uh, breakfast with Terry Eastland. Terry Eastland. Friend, and he's doing well. I told him he needs to uh, gain more weight. I need he didn't say that to me, though. He did to me. Is he on the RG? <laughs> no, you know. I mean, he's just you know, he's just you know, he's just thinner. And I said, yeah, he's trying to. He had like an open faced bacon, egg, and cheese salad. I don't know why open-faced, but he had an open-faced bacon, egg, and cheese I Meanwhile, I had like Western omelet, you know, and, and, and potatoes and the whole thing. But uh, he, he's doing well. It was nice to see him. And then on Sunday, of course, you know, uh, Kate and the kids are now back. They're on the highway. I found me. My mother told me they left around at 10 in the morning and they're heading down. And then I finally had to go through my list of things I promised to do for the whole week oh let's see here there was uh the vacuuming and the dusting and the clearing out of the pantries and the all the newspapers and magazines that are stacked pile high and then it it was like you know what it was like it was like the the end scene um in risky business where tom cruise is running around the house and cleaning up the house because the parents are coming home from the airport but speaking of tom cruise over the weekend mission impossible fallout Took the top spot at the box office with sixty one and a half million dollars, followed by *Mamma Mia 2*. Here we go again. No, I just it's just called *Mamma Mia 2* uh, with fifteen million, and in third place, *The Equalizer 2* with fourteen million. Box office thoughts? Anything? No. Did we all see *Mission o-
2: Impossible*? Oh yeah, please. Ever for a *Mission Impossible* movie? Yes,
0: JVL. That is correct. Not inflation adjusted, yeah. But right, right. No, and, and well, it had obviously w- great word of mouth, right? Rotten Tomatoes, yeah. everything has been across the board. First A from
1: CinemaScore for a Mission Impossible movie. C- there you go. The previous three, I think, had gotten A minuses. Wow, people are garbage.
0: Yeah, I know. How could you ones. give a Mission
2: I'm, Impossible movie an A minus? Like, what? I'm
1: I, I'm actually kind of interested by this. I well, yeah. a, the, the 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 box office numbers on the Mission Impossible movies have always been surprisingly underwhelming to me. Like these are very good movies, and they they struggle to do much more than two hundred million. Domestically. Sonny,
0: you had an observation the other day about Mission Impossible three's box office.
1: Yeah, Mission. It, it, if I was like, I was just kind of looking at the how the series has gone, and it, it it has basically tracked steadily upwards, except for Mission Impossible three, which is just a huge valley, just an enormous valley, and then it goes up again after uh, Ghost Protocol. And um, uh, well, Mission Rogue Impossible Nation. three
2: was punished. For the sins of Mission Impossible 2. Yes. That's what
1: I said. it saved
2: the franchise creatively, but it was punished for And this is, in a well, way, and, like case Solo point. was probably even punished for the last time. This this right. happens. Yeah, yeah. Audiences sour I, on a property. I had
0: been looking for it. I very much, like you did, I very much loved the first Mission Impossible. Uh, looked forward to the second one. I thought I found was very disappointed by the ending, especially the ending. And then, Everything about and then because thing. of that, I didn't feel uh, compelled to see the third, yep. even though it starred Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yep. So... Anyway, that was that. Did did you see it, JBL?
2: I saw it in San Francisco. Oh!
0: I took myself to a movie. Mm hmm. Are you sure it was the right movie?
2: Pretty sure. I had to put a quarter in like every minute and a half to keep the movie going.
1: <laughs> but yeah. But it starred Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: oh, oh! Oh! Wow! 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 I'm fanning myself. I'm fanning myself. Um, Good. And Sonny, you obviously saw (laughs) it. I saw it. Did anyone anyone else see it? it? Quite possibly. Yes! Can we do it now? Mission Impossible Fallout is impossible not to love. The IMF team is searching for a case of plutonium. They battle so many terrorists around the world, they might as well call it Battlefield Earth. Which Tom Cruise was not in. Henry Cavill does a super job as a CIA assassin. Boy, can he fly a helicopter. But then Tom Cruise rams him from behind. Bet he didn't see that coming. Poor Henry gets sprayed all over his face and it burns. That's jet fuel for you. Does Cruise survive? Let's just say you'll find Himalayan in the snow. Himalayan... In the snow, <laughs> I give I give Mission Impossible Fallout four stars. You'll be falling out of your seat.
2: That's a that's a very Arch Campbell finish to it.
0: <laughs> the only wow. thing you're not seeing is the blinking. Right next, next, who's oh, still alive? Gee. Isn't he? Yeah. Isn't he still alive, Arch Campbell? I still, I I still see him at the till now every once in a while. I,
1: yeah. <laughs> Oh, poor Archie.
0: Okay, uh, did you, did one of you want to give a uh, a big boy review? JBL, you yeah. want? No, it the show.
2: Having just listened to like fifteen <laughs> yeah, yeah. episodes of the show, the show doesn't work unless you do the big boy review. <laughs> <thing. laughs> oh, okay. good. Vic does the transitions. Mm.
1: You do the big boy okay. review. Okay. Uh, so the new Mission Impossible uh, is kind of a weird movie in that it is. Uh, I, I hesitate to call it the first direct sequel because that's not kind of right. Ever since the third one. They've been working through this thread of what to do with Tom Cruise's wife, which is a thing I'll get to in a moment. But uh, the the uh, this is the first direct sequel in that it is the first repeat villain, and you know they're kind of dealing with fallout <laughs> from the from the previous film. Um, uh, it's Ethan Hunt is back. He is trying to still take down the syndicate, which is uh, which were the villains from the the, the previous film uh, uh, Ghost. No, wait, Rogue Nation. Rogue, Rogue Nation. Nation. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, as Gene mentioned, there's some plutonium that they have to catch, uh, and you know their their reversals and betrayals. Henry Cavill plays a CIA agent who is here to keep an eye on Tom Cruise, but you know what? Henry Cavill has this theory that there's a spy inside, and he's the one who's feeding all, and he's actually the real villain. Uh, well, I mean, you can pretty much see where this is going. Um, this movie exists solely uh, for the set pieces and the action scenes. The plot exists solely in service of those mm. And this is why I said in my review for the Washington Free Beacon that this is basically a more competent, more charming, critically more palatable version of a Transformers film. This is a movie in which people are uh, going to see the big action scenes and they're really well done. And uh, again, everybody's extremely charming. I love all of the actors in this movie. Um but it is it is a movie that exists solely to have like big explosions and chase scenes and fights on on the big screen. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm not I'm not uh, leveling this as a a giant criticism. Um, I would say that for a spy thriller, emphasis on the spy thriller or a spy action adventure film, I would like a little more. Um, uh, spy. A little more spy. A little more <laughs> twists and turns. You know, I, I need I need reveals and, mm-hmm. and tradecraft. Right. And this movie doesn't even, even the stuff that is is tradecraft, even like the like trademark, you know, pulling off the mask mm-hmm. all of the pulling off the mask scenes are totally obvious while they're happening. Um, and, and that is, I think that, look, I think that's a problem. I think the best of these movies, the best of the Mission Impossible movies remains the first one with Brian De Palma, uh, in the director's chair. It feels like an actual spy movie where there are actual twists and turns. And, uh, it, it tells a story that the first time you see it is kind of surprising. It's a surprising ending to that film. Um, and it still has the big action set pieces. I mean, like the scene where Tom Cruise is dangled over the floor at Langley.
0: Yeah, great.
1: remains great. One of the best set pieces in this mm-hmm. whole series, and that's that's pretty impressive considering this this movie features a literal helicopter chase, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, 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 and a literal halo jump. I still think the suspension over the floor is more thrilling and tense than anything that has happened in the last four, three, three or four movies. I mentioned Tom Cruise's wife from who we met in Mission Impossible 3. They get, you know, engaged, and I don't think they actually get married. Mm. That happens in between 3 and 4. But uh, this is—you You say that Mission Impossible 3 saved the series. And I think you're right insofar as it rebranded it as a straightforward action-adventure series as opposed to a spy thriller series. Yeah. Um, But I think that giving him a wife has been something they've been trying to figure out how to undo for the last three movies. I mean, this is Ghost Protocol, uh, Rogue Nation, and now Mission Impossible Fallout has been like, okay, Ethan Hunt has a wife. We need to get rid of her. But Mm -hmm. we don't want to do it in a way that makes Ethan Hunt a bad guy. Mm -hmm. Ethan Hunt has to be the good guy. Tom Cruise is not the villain in this. He is very good and very fair and very righteous and very just. So we have to figure out how to like Subtly move her off the stage mm-hmm. while Ethan is still protecting her and like doing right by her. Um, and I think that that has been a drag on the series. I think that has, I, I, I like, I know it's supposed to create this emotional attachment for us, but yep. it does nothing for me. I think it just, I think it doesn't work.
2: Counterpoint okay.
1: mm-hmm.
2: Having her attached to him emotionally but off screen has freed the movie up from giving him a love interest. Sure. Which is great because yeah, you don't have these to waste time on that. don't need love interests. Well, except what is Rebecca that's Ferguson's a, right. character? There's a little but tension there, obviously. but that's the beauty of it. There is some tension, but you don't actually have to make it a love interest Mm-mm. until now. Right. Right. So, next so episode. I actually, so okay. I agree that it creates problems, but I think it also solves a problem mm-hmm. for them.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, one of the things that uh, you guys mentioned in the previous episode, uh, we were talking about. Um, before fallout was how you know a lot of these you know characters you talk about it as a sequel so they're all connected from a previous one and i had not actually seen um rogue nation you know And, and so i actually went back and saw it because i thought it was important for me to brush up on the mission impossible series but speaking of brushing up jvl the truth
2: is most of us are brushing our teeth wrong not for long enough, and forget to change our brush on time. That's because most brands focus on selling flashy gimmicks rather than better brushing, but not Quip. So what makes Quip so different? For starters, Quip is an electric toothbrush that's a fraction of the cost of bulkier brushes while still packing just the right amount of vibrations to help clean your teeth. Quip's built-in timer helps you clean for the dentist-recommended two minutes with guiding pulses that remind you when to switch sides. Next, Quip's subscription plans are for your health, not just convenience. They deliver new brush heads on a dentist-recommended schedule every three months for just $5, including free shipping worldwide. Quip also comes with a mount that suctions right to your mirror and unsticks to use as cover for hygienic travel wherever you take your teeth. And finally, everyone loves Quip. They were on Oprah's O-List, named one of Time's Best Inventions, and is the first subscription electric toothbrush accepted by the American Dental Association. Plus, they're backed by a network of over 20,000 dentists and hygienists, and hundreds of thousands of happy brushers use Quip every day. Quip starts at just $25, and if you go to getquip.com substandard right now, you'll get your first refill pack free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack free at getquip.com substandard, spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash substandard. Terms and conditions may apply.
0: Thank you, JVL. Ooh. So, um, uh, well, you saw it in San Francisco. A lot of people at the theater? I was shocked. It was a Monday can evening I, screening.
2: Can I the, ask? It was almost full.
1: What format you saw it in?
2: Uh, just Dolby Digital.
1: So like the Dolby AMC or
2: yeah, you know it might have been just it, it might have been just digital it was it was not 3D. it was okay and it wasn't
1: like the like special Dolby I think it was not yes the, i think that the, i think okay. it was
2: not i think it was just normal yeah. normal mm-hmm. dolby uh it was uh i'm actually going to see it again tonight
0: ah you going to taking flash uh, no
2: no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm taking my wife.
0: Oh, Aww, we're going on a you know, Date
2: to the Alamo together. That's great. Aww, we got a you know, babysitter. Nice. I'm so excited.
0: My my wife. I thought about this. I, I brought my son, but I said to him, I said, you know what? You know, your mom would really like this movie. She enjoyed uh, Rogue Nation a lot. In particular, the scene in uh, she still was just talking about yesterday the the scene in the uh, the opera house. The, yeah, the Staatsoper. The, yeah, absolutely. It was that
2: fantastic. opera house scene is one of I I actually think it is one of the greatest action set pieces ever. Because there is there's a lot going on, Mm -hmm. it is paced perfectly, and what what Chris McQuarrie is doing is revealing information about it. He gives you all the information you need about the scene to start. But then he reveals little bits more mm-hmm. as you go. There, there's a lot going on,
0: but it's also not confusing. It's not, no, you know what I mean? You can not confusing you, at all. You know, which is great, you just, especially for me. I'm always trying to figure out what's going on. And they really filmed it inside the opera. I was there. I've been there a dozen times, and I said, that this is exactly where it is. There's the balcony where you get the uh, drinks, the intermission.
2: And the hallmark of the of episodes four and five, which are tonally different than the whole rest of the series, and I, I want to talk about that a little bit. But the opera scene is is perfectly emblematic of that incredibly tense mm-hmm. and yet funny oh so as as cruz is fighting the the assassin on the yeah. there are all these little moments in it like for instance when you realize how tall this other guy is
0: compared to yes. like little shrimpy yeah, Cruz,
2: no, no. right and the look on his face of just exasperation like oh god i have to do this
0: again and then benji accidentally hitting the button so that he's going up and down on the scaffold not slapstick yeah. i mean,
2: this is no, the other thing no. like they, the tone it is just the right amount of amusement yep. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and
0: mm-hmm. Uh, and the music of course because it, it's tourando and it crescendos and the big aria and it's the perfect music. and it occurs that notes song of like
2: shooting to the uh to the um the, the musical score showing yeah, the yeah, fermata yes yes so yes. that you like you know there's a zoom Absolutely. and then it moves across yeah. the score the to dot, show you this the fermata is where this so is that is you know the, what, when he's gonna be in terms of giving partially that information to the audience. It, it's just
1: perfect. And Tom Cruise really is Sunny. the key to making all of this work because he can do so much with a look. Yes. That, that I, It was funny. I was watching um, Tales from the Script, which is on Amazon Prime, and it's basically just a talking head documentary where a bunch of script writers talk about like how great and how terrible their job is. And one of them was talking about uh, being on uh, the script. The screenwriter for uh, Air Force One was talking about being on the set. <laughs> and he had written a big long speech for Harrison Ford mm-hmm. um you know at at one point talking to Gary Oldman i think you know about you know we do this or we do that and Harrison Ford like calls the screenwriter over and he says this is really good writing this is really good i'm not going to say a single word of it cuz i can do this with a look and the screenwriter was like you know what? he did he did it he did it all he did everything on that page but he did it with his eyes and like that's what tom cruise does i mean the scene in in um fallout where Benji is like, How are you going to stop that from happening? And Cruz is like, I'm working on it. Yeah. Like, that. that is like, that mm-hmm. is the ethos mm-hmm. of the series, mm-hmm. basically, in a nutshell. Yeah. Like, Tom Cruise is going to get himself in a jam and he's going to work out of it. He'll figure it out. Can I,
0: JVL,
2: can I blow your minds? Swallow what's in your mouth, Sonny. Because if I, you will spit it out.
0: <laughs> okay. Wow, there's a lot going on in there. There's a lot of subtext. Go ahead. I got ahead. an
2: email from, uh, from listener and buddy Aaron Frank mm-hmm. with a. Trivia, A trivia nugget that is going to blow your mind. Don't sit. Put that down. Mm,
0: that's delicious, too. Go ahead.
2: Remember the movie Cocoon? Yes, of course. Cocoon came out in 1985. Mm-hmm. Wilford Brimley was in that movie. Yes. as a nice guy. In Cocoon, Wilford Brimley was five years younger than Tom Cruise is in the current Mission Impossible. <laughs> no,
0: he's not. No, 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 no. That, I've seen that this. That was possibly true,
1: really? is true. Is it really true? 100% true. Yeah. No, I've, I've seen that, that little nugget. I mean, the difference is Tom Cruise doesn't have the diabetes. <laughs> diabetes. diabetes? He doesn't he have doesn't the diabetes. Have,
0: he doesn't have the diabetes. Here's some,
2: here's some letters.
0: <laughs> he here's
2: some letters from people with the diabetes.
0: Wilford, Wilford Brimley has. Five
2: years older? That's it? Wilford. No, Wil, no. No. Cruise is five years older than no, Brimley. No. Yes. no,
0: no, no. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. No. What? Yes. yes. Wilford, oh, come on.
1: Wilford Brimley also had many body thetans <laughs> that Tom Cruise doesn't have. So <laughs> Body like, what?
0: Thetans. <laughs> the, oh. Cruise is clear. According you know, to my e-meter, You know yes. who
2: aged a lot between Rogue Nation and this? Simon Pegg. Oh, yeah, I don't know. God, Is it just Simon
0: because he lost Pegg weight like or something? 60. What's going on there? I don't know. Everybody else still gonna... has aged. So Rogue yeah. Nation was, what, three years ago? Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, Ving Rhames looks like he ate oh. the previous <laughs> Ving <Rhames. laughs> Yeah, so... You know how you
0: can tell? Because Ving Rhames, I'm sure he's helpful, he's smart, he's good with computers, but half the time he's, he's a problem there. for the IMF. He's like, Ethan, they're getting away. because yeah, you're not going to chase him. You know, it's...
2: Ving Rhames looks like the guy who ate Ving Rames. <laughs> Simon Pegg looks—he does—he like he's on heroin. Yeah, he, yeah. Uh, he, even even Rebecca Ferguson looks like bit. she's lost twenty pounds in three yeah. years, yeah. and in yeah. ways which are not yeah. like she needs. But Tom to be a Cruise little...
0: looks great, and I know and, obviously and Tom he must dye his hair, ageless. but you know there was a scene in the helicopter scene; it looks like he had light brown hair. It was crazy.
2: Utterly yeah. ageless. It's five amazing. years
0: older than Wilford Brimley. Oh, God! Think about right, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think about Wilford well, Brimley in *The Natural*. He was great in that too, but I always figured he was in his seventies at the time. So I really, I this was to me
2: the grim, dark Mission Impossible, and it was a huge tonal shift away from what the series had been in four and five. Hmm. Uh, I I will I will drop some. So this I say this not. As you guys know, because I am a prude about cursing, because mm-hmm. the Lord knows I am not, mm-hmm. this is the first Mission Impossible with a lot of cursing in
0: it. Oh, and the, the, they drop an F-bomb. At, at Henry Cavill does at the very, yeah. very end. Uh, there is—do uh, we have to bleep this? We don't have to bleep this. Did we?
1: Which well, part? I don't know. Tell I don't know it? what you're going to say. So
2: there is— over oh, yeah. and over and over and mm. over again. Mm. Probably eight or nine instances of it. In I don't believe we've ever had even one before. We might have had one. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is... I don't, Why there won't is you dick, effing die? There is prick. There's, mm-hmm. I mean, the, and this stuff is, again, it just sort of jumped out at me, not because I object to it, but because tonally it is so different from everything that has come before it. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I wonder how much of that is Macquarie trying. So Macquarie has said repeatedly uh, that you know each of the previous films has had a different director and has had a different look and a different feel. Yes. And part of me wonders how much of that is him trying to write differently. I
2: so I think that's that's exactly. So this is the hard-boiled Mission Impossible, um, and there is More a hard, great. Yeah. There's sure. one truly great bit of like vintage Macquarie dialogue in it, which is the line where where Ethan Hunt says, you know. What's done is done when we say it's done, which could be like right out of the usual suspects. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. but the rest of it i, I tell you one the one, <laughs> thing, I, the one <laughs> thing I didn't yeah. like all that much about it, and this is I would say this is for me fall I was the lower tier, a lower, less, much lesser mission impossible. um when we rank it mm-hmm. later, you'll see exactly how I feel about it um i like the the dream sequence stuff. Hmm. Felt weirdly out of place.
0: It was interesting.
2: And this is the first time in this series since Mission Impossible 3, and I think three three in this are the only ones in which Ethan feels more desperate than playful. Hmm. My preferred hmm. uh, incarnation of Ethan Hunt hmm. is the playful, cocky Ethan Hunt, who is the same guy who is uh, like flirting with Vanessa Redgrave mm-hmm. in the first one. Yeah. Is Vanessa Redgrave? Is that... Maybe. Which yes, yeah, that's the first Vanessa one. Vanessa yeah. Redgrave. Uh, yeah. But that's the same guy confused, who yeah. uh, is, like, joking, you know, or making those weird faces at Benji when he's hanging off of the mm-hmm. building in 5 mm-hmm. in Rogue mm-hmm. Nation. Right. Yeah. Uh, I guess that's not Rogue Nation. That's four that's ghost, that's ghost Protocol. Sheer. But that sort of playful, cocky Ethan Hunt, uh, I like that better than the grim, dark, desperate Ethan Hunt, um, and the like the extended dream sequences and the f- yeah. I I, stuff I wasn't I wasn't bugged a, me a little bit.
1: I wasn't hundred percent sure what to f- what to make of that weird dream sequence scene because it feels like, again, it feels like McQuarrie is trying to do something different. But it's a cheat for this series where you have guys who just pull their faces off all the time. Right.
0: Oh, I hate that, and that's what I particularly hated about the second one. I thought that was used too many times. Yeah. You can use it maybe once, and I enjoyed. I got a kick out of uh, without well, spoiler alert. Uh, I liked the Wolf Blitzer cameo. Yeah, that was great. That was funny. That was great. But
1: it. I mean, that was great. But it was also one of these things where it's like once you have once you realize the setup, you've got okay, this guy's in a darkened room. Mm-hmm. He is waking up out of a coma to see all this news. Mm-hmm. You realize okay, at the moment yeah, exactly. the moment the
2: set is on. Is, oh,
0: I um, was I didn't at all. I uh, really? was totally fooled <laughs> oh, really? oh, when the walls oh, came Jesus. down. And then when he took off his maybe, mask, maybe, I said, Who's that guy? I was so confused. Maybe, maybe what happened I, to Wolf Blitzer's happened? face? What happened? What, happened what happened to Wolf Blitzer?
1: Maybe I maybe I was wrong to critique this film for being too simple. <laughs> there is there is a lot
0: to say I said, I don't know, what's happening here?
2: My yeah. other my other complaint is well, there are two other complaints. Um there is a lot of exposition. Mm. I mean the, this movie has so much exposition it's everywhere it's not as lean as his previous writings did. and Henry Cavill should not talk
0: <sighs> I, I
2: Henry Cavill very... looks like a million bucks whenever he's on yeah. screen yeah. in everything yeah. he's great. on screen
0: he's great, he's, in, he's great in that bathroom fight he's like he's like
1: he's like a Great physical actor. Yes. yes,
0: and he and he and he, and he suffered uh, the, the kicks and, and 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 the fists really well. I mean, you had the look of pain in his face yeah. it, that looked real. I, when I enjoyed he puts that. up his dukes uh-huh. and does yeah. the little mm-hmm. reloads, yeah, reloads. That God, was it's so cool. Yeah, and he's six one. He just shouldn't I mean, talk. The the, the dialogue when well, he's talking gets... with Angela Bassett. The the the, the, yeah. sec- the uh, director he... of CIA. Well, this this was, gets ugh. this gets
1: back to the man from Uncle problem. Yeah. Which is that he he and Army Hammer should have flipped Switched roles. Wrong. He, he should have been the like the stone Russian. faced Russian. Totally. And, and Henry uh, Hammer should have been the yeah. the chatty uh, American.
2: So Henry Cavill is okay when he's being stone faced, but when he's like the cocky, like, you know, when he pulls Ethan's oxygen tube out before they do the like he, again, just the tone of his voice is all wrong there. It I. I, I like Henry Cavill. A lot. This is why, actually, why he's such a good Superman.
1: This is why I like his Superman. Yeah, no, yeah. his Superman is great because, because it's like he, weirdly reserved. And, yes, yeah.
2: I don't know like, about that.
0: Fun. I kind of pictured uh, in Mission Impossible, I was imagining what it'd be like if the CIA assassin was Brendan Ralph. And how interesting that would be, <laughs> <laughs> particularly the bathroom scene. Anyway, uh, it's okay.
2: Yeah, it's it's fine. I I miss the funny. Uh-huh, like, sure. so in in Rogue in Rogue Nation, one of my Mm-hmm. Favorite beats in Rogue Nation is they have just come out of the scuba diving thing. Uh, Ilsa has. Great scene. Electrocuted Benji. Mm-hmm. Tom Cruise is one minute after having just woken up from death. Ilsa has taken off and Cruise runs out to chase her. Yeah, and vaults over the car and just wipes out. Yeah. That's fantastic. Like it's yeah. one of those. Yeah, he's beats, totally out of just...
0: it. He rams into the car as he's driving.
2: So, so, but what it is, is what you have to realize what they've done there is they use the comedy as transition from the sort of exhalation from one big set piece before you a yeah. moment of betrayal yeah. so they've given you new information about the the lead character Ilsa and then they're about to embark on another set piece and to help transition from those three elements they give you this beat of comedy yeah That's great. it's just perfect it's great. Script. really perfect. I miss that I feel like this did not have that sort of do you just you are sort of shaking your head sonny? Did
1: you? No, I mean I, I thought this movie had enough funny beats, but I think a lot of it is relegated to the Benji Ving Rames. Yes. subplots. Yeah. It's not so much with the Tom Cruise. Um and you're right. This is like a slightly I mean the movie opens with Tom Cruise seeing uh the nuclear annihilation uh, of, him of, and his wife. of of him and yep. his wife at the hands of uh, you know the 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 terrorist. Um, Who's great? I can't get enough of Sean Harris. Oh, he's great. He's yes. very good. What else has he been? I looked him up he's on IMDb. A I was, stage actor. I was, yeah, right. But he, we need, we need more of those.
0: Perfect. I mean, but you know what? I mean, that's how they when, 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 um, uh, what's his name was picked in um, the late uh, actor from Die Hard, uh, the villain Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman. When they picked him to do that role, he had not. Uh, he was not somebody that we knew from movies. Credit, yeah. yeah. When so. you went, you just watched Rogue Nation,
2: Victoria, Yeah, right? Yeah. And so, surely, you notice as you know, that Sean Harris basically whispers all of his lines. Uh
0: huh. Right? I mean, yeah, he, yeah. throughout, no, throughout no, the whole course. movie. He doesn't have to raise his voice. He's just talking like this. He doesn't, yeah. And, no. and My it, son loved really, him as a yeah, villain. Yeah. He thought he was great. Yeah. Great villain. You know? Yes. Um, when you went to the theater, did you get one of these? I did. A movie bill? No. Not. It started like play bill? AMC? No. I went to Regal because it was last night, it was close by. You know what? Regal's, Regal, just blows as a <laughs> theater chain. <laughs> wow, he's done. Um, people don't realize the implications of this. Uh, anyway, the uh, the the movie bill, right? It comes. It was very meat. You know, it's it is what it is. But the funny thing is, inside the movie bill, it's like a complete. You know, it's it's like a press thing for F- Mission Impossible and all these puff piece interviews about how awesome everything is, and it is. But the funny thing is, they have these dossiers. You know, of the different um, people from Mission Apostles. Simon Pegg, and I love it. Height 5'10. Henry Cavill, height one. There's no dossier for Tom Cruise mm. missing. I wonder why that is. Weird. I have a question. What yes. would it be, by the way? Do we know? He's like 5'6, isn't he? He's it? like 5'5 five, five, or
2: 5'6". JVL. Is Jeremy Renner in movie jail? Oh. He was filming the Avengers. Uh, oh, I was going to say because he mm-hmm. wasn't in the first Avengers, yeah. and he's not in this. No, he was right. he was filming the... filming
1: part two of uh, okay. Avengers uh, of the coming up, or do you mean the just yeah the, yeah, last... yeah. oh. the uh, Avengers whatever this the next Avengers oh, movie. Oh, and that's why he they filmed do it. them back to back.
0: Got it. That's true. Yeah, because I remember I loved him in Wind River, and I th- and I was telling because my son was asking about that, and I said, yeah, I guess he did. It, well, he wasn't in Infinity War, and then I thought, well, he did win River. Yeah.
1: Which, well, obviously not in that. He was I in mean, that, was son in son that, was that, that but, Tag movie. And ta- my son said tag. he was in
0: Tag. I said, yeah, good point.
1: Um, okay. The story of the youngest Romney child. I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I
0: don't but I also, you know who else is great in this is Vanessa Kirby. If you watch uh, The Crown, oh, yeah, she plays yeah, yeah, yeah. Princess Margaret, yeah. and she's saucy there and she's saucy here. Well, and she is-
2: saucy. Max's daughter or granddaughter, right? This is when oh, it's at the know. benefit, versus the benefit auction that mm-hmm. Vanessa Kirby's character is is hosting, uh, she talks about her beloved, either mother or aunt mm-hmm. or grandmother, I forget, mm-hmm. whose name is Max, who I believe is is, is the certainly Vanessa, Red character? Vanessa Redgrave oh. character. Oh, really, Glad that. Very
1: good. Yeah. Okay. I didn't pick up on that.
2: I did not like the. The brother, though, like again, yeah, I just couldn't no figure me what was going on I
0: with couldn't even brother. figure and that out. Heavy that he's in it. he's not yeah. in it. What's no. going on? Did there?
2: you did you love Victorino? You know? yes. uh, Victor, the the bone doctor, oh yeah, in Rogue Nation, yeah, isn't guy. he a fabulous villain? I think he's he is being played quasi gay.
0: I don't, I don't know. Um, does he die at the end? I can't remember if is he she dies kills him? because that's right. She kills him because the uh, with knife. stabbed. Yes, yeah, stabbed. But there are other. Members who then disappear, that you do see their pictures, I think, their thumbnails in Mission Impossible Fallout, but they didn't actually... You yeah. have yeah, the apostles, but they didn't have a service. No, the Bone is great.
2: You know, one of, one of my favorite things about the Rebecca Ferguson character in, in Rogue Nation is the way they have her fight. It's the first time I had ever seen, and the only people to follow up is Atomic Blonde, the fight choreography in Atomic Blonde, did the same thing afterwards, uh, where... They don't just have her fight the way a guy would fight and just ignore the rules of physics.
0: She's doing
2: she it. Fi- well, she fights the way, a, in she those would. situations, a woman would the have woman to because have just to. doesn't have the upper body no, strength, can't She punch, has the skill. Has to do everything on dexterity, has to win in a nice dexterity. fight no. yeah. right at the end. Yeah. Like, everything yeah. is about speed and, and speed. surprise and dexterity and not good point. Not like the Tomb Raider style. Like, I'll just get into a punching contest <laughs> and punch him real hard.
0: No, at yeah. yeah, a green screen. Yeah. With strings. Yeah. Uh, okay. Do we have any other Mission Impossible thoughts? We're going we to rank them. them. Rank, right. Right. Okay. right? All right, go. All what? do right, you? You first. You, <laughs> you're
1: first, you yeah. first. From worst to best. <laughs> worst
2: to best. Uh, Mission Impossible Two. Mm-hmm. Fallout. Mm-hmm. Mission Impossible Three. Followed by Ghost Protocol. In the Three Hole, the original Mission Impossible Number Two, and Rogue Nation number one, and I went back and forth. I've rewatched all but number two in the last six months uh, in preparation for this. And I... I love the first Mission Impossible. Like you can't even imagine um, no, the, the CIA. So scene I, I, really could fantastic. go back and forth yeah. between that. But not just that. Like Emmanuel Bear too, is just sort of a revelation for American audiences who hadn't been and, watching. And you know like, who else French was cinema. great in that? Emilio Estevez
0: was fantastic in that too. Well, so well,
1: you well, know, but that's a great, but that's a great scene because it's such a, it's such you're a. Like, Wait a minute! I know. Yeah. Why, I didn't realize Emilio Estevez is in this. It's such a, it's such a
2: misdirection.
0: But I remember what uh, you said. You knew he would not have a lot of screen time because his name in the credits was not top billing It's right. like later on you know
2: it's it fantastic yeah. everything about that first Jean Renault. Jean no is great i really do that there are in the six movies here um two of them are perfect movies perfect in the sense that you could not improve them at all every beat is there uh there's no fat there's nothing you could take out Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Victorino? Do you have a rank?
0: I I didn't remember. I have not seen three. I'm going to, but I haven't okay. seen three. So not counting that, I would say uh, at the bottom of my list is uh, Mission Impossible 2 as well. I, I don't didn't know we where- see that
2: together? I think we did. We did, and that I Grey remember, Scott.
0: Yeah, De Grey Scott, and the ending in the park with the balloons and whatever it is they're walking. The, the there, doves. Him and, the yeah. John, it's, yeah, it John. It's John Woo. Wu, it's John Woo. Yeah, yeah, with Fandie Newton. Fandie Newton. Was, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Newton. yeah, okay. And then after that would I, I, I think Fandie Newton fan. I'm, maybe part Huge. three might be uh, next, but I haven't seen it. So after that would be Fallout uh, for me in the in the fourth slot. Um, Rogue Nation. Uh, I, I say is three. The original Mission Impossible is two, and I really love Ghost Protocol. And I think that's one where there's it's more Jeremy Renner, Renner in that, and Jer- more Jeremy Renner doing action in that one. And that's and the one really in Dubai. We
1: all
2: have secrets, Ethan.
0: Right. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. Fantastic.
1: Uh, from worst to best, two. I think we can all all, we can all agree it. That two, now. two is not only the worst of these movies, but it's a bad movie. Bad movie. But it's like actually bad. Yeah. Uh, three, which again I think is it has its charms, but I think it. As I said, kind of broke the series in a fundamental way. Its that charms they've been... are
2: all related to Philip Seymour Hoffman. What right? And Philip He's Seymour Hoffman so is just so good. So good in that so good movie. Wife, yeah. um, and then kind
1: of, kind of all I'm bunched. Find her. I'm gonna hurt her. Hurt her. All kind of bunched up together is uh, the the last three films, which all I mean, the, it's essentially the what the the it's the La Carre, Carla trilogy, right? You you kind of have this this kind of unity of theme and 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 action and all that. But I would go I would go uh, six four five. So Fallout, then uh, um, Ghost Protocol, then Rogue Nation. Rogue Nation is really good. I mean, Rogue Nation is is it, like you say, it's basically yeah. a perfect movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's there's nothing I would change in that. In the spy action genre it it's is very enjoyable and then number 1 i I, th- I still think is the first one i mean i think the first one is again just a it is it is the perfect meld of actual spy thriller tropes with actual action and it's super tense and it's incredible and it, it's it's well directed by Brian De Palma, which is such it's such a he's, he was such a weird choice for a director, yeah. but he nails it. I mean right, just right, totally right. nails no, it.
0: No, when 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 De Palma is on, he's on, right? And and, and I loved uh, The Untouchables, which was De Palma. But I did not like Snake Eyes. With Nicolas Cage, which I but think it's... you and I did see in the theater. That was awful. And, of course, the other stuff that he did in the uh, 80s.
2: You get interesting results when you put art house directors with mainstream, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. big-budget action mm-hmm. movies. Yeah. So here's a question, though. My sense has always been that the original Mission Impossible is largely critically reviled. No, I don't think really? that is. I I believe this is 100% mm. true, uh, and people complain at the time, it doesn't make any sense. You know, it's, Maybe you know, at the time. No, time I, I, or... And I have never ever understood that no. criticism of it
0: no I, and i remember when they said they had to go into cia and they had to extract you know whatever it was they were extracting the knock and, list uh, the, the, the knock, knock list, list and he's on the high wa- it's the high wire North act North with North. the lasers and the whole thing and i remember thinking to myself how are they going to get out of this mess and really being interested in seeing it and very pleased about how they solved it and it wasn't there was no cheats i didn't think there was any cheats
2: and the uh the guy i'm going to effort this the mm-hmm. guy who plays kittrich uh, yes. Is yes. one of yes. my he's a Canadian actors. Henry Zerny. Henry Zerny, mm-hmm. who, who plays essentially the same actor in Clear and Present Danger. Yes. yes. <laughs> it's the same, <laughs> same yes. so He he's plays the same, same, same yes. character yes. yeah. in Clear yeah. yeah. and yeah. Danger. Yeah. He's but also he's Manning. also in he's the good.
0: you know what is great he has a sm- great little turn in the ice storm when they do the uh, and it's the key party and he ends up with this woman that is just terrible it was really funny <laughs> though very funny I love key party humor okay uh, <laughs> I, I, I was we like ah, I gotta add the word the, the word humor um, uh, I love co- key parties dot 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 humor uh, corrections additions I got two I got nothing I got I got a correction oh okay correction yes. JVL, I saw Black Panther. Mm. <laughs> That's not really oh, a did
1: correction. you see it on the plane? I did. Did yeah. you watch it in portrait? Oh, you did. You watch it on the the plane?
2: I watched it on my phone on the plane.
1: Uh, you watched it on your phone on the. Did you watch it in portrait mode?
0: No. No. Oh. What did you think? I loved it. Wow.
2: Loved it. I totally see why everybody loved it. Okay, it's great. It's fun. It's got like four or five characters that you really care about mm-hmm. in the course of the mm-hmm. story. Mm-hmm. Uh, T'Challa is finally fleshed out in a way that makes yeah. him totally interesting. Uh, I figured you would like it. I really because he's he's not all that smart, but he's very wise. Right. And but you Michael
0: know, B. Jordan is a great scene. Star. I mean, he's great. Michael B. Jordan is fantastic.
2: Every yeah. love it. But the other movie I saw, I finally because I figured this is the the yes. the trip where I catch up mm-hmm. on the movies that the rest of America has seen. Transcontinental flights. Jumanji.
1: Ooh. Oh yeah.
2: And I don't understand why everybody went crazy for it. Really? I'm and glad I missed it. I can it. absolutely see why people went nuts for Black Panther. I cannot understand the mania for Jumanji. I mean, Jumanji is a perfectly fine movie that I could see being a hit. I cannot understand the insane legs that that movie Was had. The
0: Rock in Jumanji also? He is, and he's good. It's not, mm-hmm. it's not mm-hmm. bad,
2: mm-hmm. but there, it is not a special I'm gonna throw this out there. movie in any way.
0: going to throw this out there. Go ahead.
1: Got propped up by Last Jedi not being good. Mm-hmm probably true deep got because I mean this is so this is whenever I would point out that the last Jedi's box office was disappointing not it's not a bomb or anything they were they're going to make money off the box office of this film but it was disappointing people would say oh but that's just because it had to go up against Jumanji and I think the opposite is true I think jumanji attracted a lot of audiences who would have gone to repeat viewings of the last Jedi uh because was jumanji better. was much better I think that's than expectations yeah. then
2: yeah, expectations, expectations. And this is again, as we as we've seen in a series, it is often not the bad movie that pays the price, but the movie after that. So, like yeah. Mission Impossible 2's box office was fine. The original Tomb Raider's was. box office oh. was fine. The Last Jedi's box office was fine. But but when audiences hate a movie, yeah, like yeah, a yeah. big movie, yeah, they'll they're going punish. To see, they will punish. They will punish the next one in the series. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Um, thanks to listener Bruce Dorn. Another name for ladder golf, hillbilly golf. So I was delighted to find out that I was playing the sport of the people. Thank you very much. Wow, uh, pretty yeah.
1: sure this is how you get
0: Trump. <laughs> and I was good. Uh, Ksa, our friend Christian Soltis Anderson, she had just tweeted today. She's on. She's heading out to New Zealand, and she says it's a very, very, very long flight. So please, uh, telling us and a few other podcasts to make nice, great, long. Podcast episode she can listen to on her flight. So, deal, Kristen. Uh, you're listening to this, and you're just finishing the episode. You're probably over Ohio right now. <laughs> so you're almost to, you're almost to Auckland. You're almost there. Okay, uh, I think that is. Uh it. Uh, that's all the time we're going to give to this episode. Questions, comments, complaints, compliments. Tweet us at Victorina Mattis, at Sunny Bunch. At JV
1: Last, the favorite of Twitter.com, Jack's best Jack's friend. Jack's best friend. Uh, mm. The one who gets to go out there and do all the fancy mm-hmm. things.
0: Again. Not bitter. Mm-mm. Not, not, mm-mm. not bitter. Me too. Again, be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes or Google Play. Just type in substandard under podcasts. We're there. Leave a review. Tell your friends until next time. What's going on, JBL?
2: So I had a lot of stuff in the outtakes about from the expanded universe because it was a big Jeez. big week. Oh, universe, yes, absolutely. Stephen, uh, Philippi? Stephen Philippi. Stephen Filippi showed up at the Commentary Live show, <laughs> which had I not been out at the the Twitter Con, I would have actually Bought a ticket and gone up to go see, uh, with a giant yellow sign saying "The Weekly Standard Substandard uh, University" represents represents represent. and uh, it fantastic. with and everyone, John and Noah and Abe and so on. I took pictures with them and very nice. Did you listen to the Have you listened to the commentary show? No. So it's fantastic. And I, as soon as I finished, I emailed John and I said, "You guys got to right. do this yeah. at least once every three months, yeah. but maybe even once every well, month I think, or I think two. Particularly,
0: John is sort of works really, and a a he's live also audience. in his element in a comedy club, right? He's I good. mean, no, he's good, but he's all good. of them really he's he's fed he's off of one. the audience. I got to listen to this. The show
2: works yeah. really well live. I was mm-hmm. very excited by it. Uh, do you think the substandard
1: would work that well live, JBL? <laughs> I don't. No, no. Well, Sonny, how, how did how do you think so. Wright and
0: Writer worked out at the AI podcast well, summit?
1: Well, to be fair, that was not that was not Wright and Writer's audience. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. How did it work <laughs> out? <laughs> it was a different
0: Poorly. crowd. It was a different crowd because, you know, it's like, okay, we just uh f- we're following up the uh, the interview let me... with the president Arthur Brooks, and then after us will be yeah. Peter Robinson interviewing Secretary Mass, but in yeah. between that
1: Yeah, yeah. No, uh JBL, let me let me ask you a question. How do you think it would go if you had a bunch of Older AEI donors there to hear sophisticated discussions about politics uh, when Vic Mattis is called up to do five minutes of double entendres about Stormy Daniels. So
2: that was the audience? Donors? Yeah.
0: You know, you walk I, I, on you, stage I and mean, you, you look, you, look at the it, audience, you're like, think, wait a minute. I think it was
1: a mix I think it was a mix of like donors. Uh, and people who listen to interns. podcasts <laughs> and interns, but like, but it was, but it, like, I actually had a nice chat with somebody who was like, you know, a J J Pod's very mean to you on Twitter, is it? I'm like, no, no, it's all, it's we're we're it's fine, we're fine and friends. But uh, but it was definitely like, it was like 50 percent old people. Uh, forty forty percent maybe people who listen to podcasts and ten percent Rob Long just scowling at Vic. You should have seen the look on out.
0: and Aaron Harrison when Aaron's talking. You should have seen the look on Peter Robinson and Rob Long's face. They're sitting at the, the table with what? like their mouths or jaws hanging. When down Aaron in Harrison,
1: shock. when Aaron Harrison at the uh, at the conference room in Aei says that Donald Trump is a better president than Ronald Reagan. <laughs> How
0: the do you place. think that went? That's awesome. The altar broken too. Right, the altar crumbled. <laughs> you know, anyway,
2: so uh, more more things. Uh, I want to thank Flag Taylor, who actually sent presents to the last household. Whoa. Uh, sent some more coffee for me and Shay Shay, But better than that, sent Flash a limited edition Cubs championship hat. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> and uh, and quickly, did you guys like the little video I sent you of Flash? Yes. That was really impressive. <laughs> is that hotter what? That's great. Uh and did you guys pay any attention to the substandard expanded universe Pixar Disney animation bracket last week because this I thing voted. ate up like a day of it my life. Much. I voted I voted This is why talked. people who listen to the show should actually get in on the expanded yeah. universe. I voted I voted on most of
1: the uh the
2: the categories. What a garbage, garbage tournament <laughs> this turned out to be. That's what everyone's saying.
1: Very disappointed. People. Are Toy just, Story? Adam, Adam Kuyper here was, did, was not know, happy. What happened
2: Utterly trash. I don't quite know what happened or how this happened. Maybe yeah, Up
0: beca- is great. Apparently, I need to see Coco. I haven't seen Coco yet.
2: But like three of the final four were all Pixar movies. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, Anyway And then of course most important most importantly thanks to Tom Abella and Michael Melillo and everybody else from the the substandard who sent us what is this, cucumber beer? Yes, it's called cucumber Crush Sour. Out of
0: Bend, Oregon. It has 5 you know, it doesn't taste like this five percent alcohol. It, it but it reminds it's the kind of beer I'd love to drink if I were in Bermuda. And if I'm not having a uh, dark and stormy, I was going to say stormy Daniels, if I was not going to have a dark and stormy, I would be having this cucumber sour beer.
1: And also a nice bottle of Old Forester. Oh, my gosh. Just a,
0: just like the, the Old
1: Forester has replaced Buffalo Trace for me as like mm, kind of the, the go-to. standard go-to mm-hmm. entry level. No, I mean, a bottle of this there. is like 25 bucks. It's perfect. Yeah, yeah. It's so yeah. good.
0: Very, very nice. Thank you. Everybody. Thank
2: you, guys. You guys are the best. And uh, so that was, you know. That
0: was good and then and then and then perhaps uh next uh week uh one of our fans can give us a little pappy van Winkle right I'm sure it's fine 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 I'm sure I'm sure it's fine, I'm sure it's fine, I'm sure it's fine, I'm sure sure that it's fine. I'm sure it's fine.